it's day eight of the Odisha Men's Hockey World Cup and Australia's through to the quarterfinals. Did you know, Matt, that the Chinese year of the dog this year, maybe it's the year of the underdog. And welcome to a yet another edition of the World Cup Daily Brought to you courtesy of the Reverse Stick. That's myself, John Lee, and Matt Allen, my co-host. How are you, Matt? Good day, good day. Had a lovely tea last night, mate. Lovely tea. Prawns on the barbie and uh, a bit of Peking duck. Oh, d- <laughs> fantastic! Really enjoyable. Um, my belly was nice and full, and uh, I sat back and I enjoyed the hockey. Great win for the Aussies and. Uh, Another frustrating game for Ireland, but uh, um, uh, equally amazing game for China. They keep on uh, throwing up the unexpected, don't they? They do. Uh, two really intriguing games. I don't know, would you say either of them went to great heights as a hockey spectacle? I'd say the first half in the England game, was England-Australia game, was pretty dull. They were testing each other out a fair bit, and it could have gone either way. Um, England had their opportunities. And the, in the, the second game, Ireland versus China, well, there was opportunities about the Irish. They had all the circle penetration. They had all the possession. Um, but that hard-working Chinese side managed to keep them at bay. And bloody hell, didn't they surprise us when they went 1-0 up? They did. Let's uh, get into a closer look at those games. We'll start with the early game. And it was England versus Australia. Um, Ernst Bart predicted a 6-1 Didn't quite get there The final score was 3-0 All goals scored in the final quarter Um, As you mentioned It wasn't a great match By any stretch at half time But I think the seeds were already there For what was to come in the second half Um, A game that very much played out Like the game that Australia played against Ireland Um, Ireland got a goal early against the Australians England just missed out they had two golden opportunities post off Roper there was a good good glove save from Lovell there was a good pad save from Lovell Um, they were creating the opportunities but the Aussies didn't really look phased Dawson was supreme in the back line Uh, he was very calm very measured and you can't not mention the man of the match Matthew Swan either because I tell you what mate his his heat map well you wouldn't have seen any green on the field at all there was one there was one moment he was on the left wing and about four touches later he was at right half and then he was back up in the forward line he was so such a, a tower of strength within that Australian side. And you know what? The more hair he loses, the better he gets at the game. <laughs> Is he going to shave then? You take that beard off? Just be a, a bowling ball. Um, yeah, and the goals that they did score in that last quarter were all tremendous strikes. Well, the oh, pressure that, built yeah. and built and built, didn't it? And some, it did. some, something had to come. And the thing that built that press, pressure was the Australian press. Um, we... I got into a bit of Twitter conversation with our mate Tao from the Women's yeah. World Cup and he asked me so how do you beat a press because the Australian press just killed them they couldn't find a way around it well they were trying the overheads to get out of it and they, they just were. kept turning it over to Australia they, in their half and they just come again they, you know, that, from that third and fourth quarter and you saw scenes more akin to um, uh, you know Saturday afternoon hockey with defenders standing there over the ball to take a free hit and just holding their arms up saying come on guys give me something What I've got nothing um, you heard George Pinner on a few occasions oh, there as well as firing it? into the uh, defensive line for England, didn't he? But look, I, I think there, there was quite a bit of negativity about the English performance online. I don't think they were that bad, but you can't but keep you can't keep up the pace against the Australians playing the way that well they, they didn't did. they they didn't play wide enough for a start. They played too far up, too much up the middle of the field, which just works into Australia's hands. 
the press. Tao asked me, how do you beat a press? We play it all the time. Um, the so-called Australian press. I don't... I'm stunned that not more countries pick up on doing the press the way the Australians do. How do you beat it? There is no magic bullet. You cannot do one thing and beat a press. It doesn't work that way. You need to remember that attack starts from defence and defence starts from attack. And that's what, that's what a press is. That's your, that's basically a zone defence set up by your forwards. The way, the things you need to try and do, and there's many of them that you can do, A, you need to play short off the free hit. You need to drag yep. the players out of their positions yep, within yep. the press so you play them nice and short. You need to have your forwards moving. Your forwards cannot be stationary. They have to be going all over the shop everywhere. And they also need to lead from behind the the press into the spaces. So drag your drag your the high did, hat. Yeah. Drag your drag your um defender. So the Australian forwards are pressing and you're an England forward. You need to drag your defender in behind where the forwards are standing. In, in that in that channel, yeah. So that you open up the other channels outside you that the ball can be hit into. So you, you're not actually, or that, that's one thing you can do. You hit to advantage of your player. So you hit to a player that's got a man marked on him, but you hit it to his advantage. So he's going to be the one that makes the trap, and the other guy's going to have to do something. You use the umpire and the sideline. Yeah, that's which, it. You which gain, means gain you, that advantage. Gain, yep. Just gain the field advantage, pop it up that's slowly, it. slowly, 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 slowly. Use the sideline as your friend and use the umpire as your friend. By that, I mean, play for free hits. There is nothing wrong in hockey in just b- working the field up, ball up yeah, the field that's it. You're right. by it's getting free hits. It's those, it's, those, it's those short balls, but you've got to have your teammates working hard to get around and, and, and give you the outlets. Now, another, word, another thing you have to be is patient, and that goes for when you're implementing presses as well. You need patience. To, get, to work your way around them, you need patience, and you need to be ready that when that opportunity arises, that you're ready to, to take it. And that might mean a long ball into the corner. It might mean just a short pass three feet that opens up another channel that someone can put a ball through. you just got to be patient about it. There's a few other things you can do. Just um, whack and blokes usually works. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that was um, a record equaling 15th win on the trot for the Kookaburras at the World Cup. That equals Pakistan's record of 15 wins between 78 and 82 can't see that stopping. I think they'll probably uh, take that crown if there is such a thing at the moment. Game stats itself, Australia 53% of possession, 10 shots on goal, 20 circle entries, uh, 72% pass accuracy rate. The goals came all in that second half. Jake Wetton on 47 minutes. Um, the, there was a superb run from Tom Craig down the right-hand side. And unlike we saw a lot of people trying to do in the Ireland game and other games that are um, popping that ball off the back line into a central sort of area in front of the goal, they're looking for that big pullback towards the top of the circle where yeah. there's three men. Otherwise, it's just getting into congested area. And Wetton um, popped a lovely slap shot low into the bottom left-hand corner. He was very happy with that. Um, it's something he's been working on in training and uh, Colin Batch has been trying to get him into more of those areas so he was certainly yeah, yeah very happy with that one second goal from Blake Govers well doing what Blake Govers does um, he he chased hard to the top of the circle to spin and shoot to put that one away, didn't Great he? Great strike. Um, yeah. And Great then uh, later on, 56 minutes, Corey Weyer, um It was almost a carbon copy of the pass that he laid to <laughs> Tim Brand in the previous game. Yeah. Um, 
uh, on the tomer, on the reverse stick, low right. and hard into the bottom right-hand corner. And uh, that was it. It was game over for England at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, and just before we move on to the next game, the circle entries, keep them in mind for when we get to discussing the next game. 20-6 to 6 in favour of Australia. Keep that one there. Let's move on to that next game. Ireland versus China. Well, um, it was a game. Was... That the, the expectation was that this is the Ireland's chance to get their first win on the board and um, set up a big game against England. Uh, next Certainly, to... the Irish thought that. <laughs> they did. Uh, they weren't particularly happy after the game. Yeah, well, look, um, it was nil all at half time, and it was quite an intriguing battle up until that point. No one uh, had had really gained the ascendancy, although by then the Irish had had. Uh, let's have a look. How many? Um, circle entries that they had by then uh, 6 and 10 so they had 16 circle entries to 2 at that point uh, and you thought how long could China hang on for they were playing a very physical game they were prepared to throw their bodies at it uh, how many times do you see a Chinese fellow hit the turf yeah. and, and bounce straight back up again and defensive structure wasn't great but they kept getting bodies around the ball they, they kept harrying and hassling and getting a little stick in the way, getting a foot in the way and just um, breaking down the Irish. The Irish were, were um, getting into the right areas, they were playing the ball nicely around the back, getting it down into the corners, but they just kept getting frustrated or they were smashing balls across that nobody was anywhere near. Now, it took until the 43rd minute for the deadlock to be broken. Now, Matt, you mentioned yesterday yellow cards and in the 42nd minute, Jonathan Bell was given a yellow card for a, a tackle within the 25 um, that caused a short corner and his sending off and that's the short corner that China scored their goal off uh, Guao Jin with uh, one of the best short corner variations you'll ever see don't say too much about it All right. we'll oh, get well, to it it was, it was sensational it was a fantastic goal and as we've seen a lot in this tournament straight away the opposition come back and score one against you and it was the Irish this time uh, and yeah Alan Southern got the uh, yeah. d- deflection low got very his feet, well taken yeah, got his feet up off the ground nicely and the defender was there in the right spot goal side probably just needed to get a stick in there somehow or other yeah bit of ball watching but it was well taken by Southern super backhand pass from um, Rob, Robson to, to get it into the into the areas a couple of points to make about China um, they don't need possession they, they don't care that much for possession. No, I think they, they, they're there to control the controllables, aren't they? And you, you yep. saw with uh, that short corner routine. In fact, all of their short corner routines, you just look at the injection on it, John, the pace and the accuracy. Um, you, they might not be playing a lot of top-class opposition, but they're spending a lot of time in the D practicing their short corners. And you don't need to be playing against the best in the world to, um, to score those and to practice no, those, do you? You don't. And it was, uh, as we said, great... Uh, it's no different. Variation. It's no different than you and I when we come up against a, a better team that are playing better hockey. You don't try and play them at their own game. That's absolutely it's a waste oh, of time. So, look, and you see, they get around the twenty-five. They're looking to drill that ball into the circle. Let's just see what happens. And uh, they know that if they get corners, they're a big shout. That's two guys there now, Jin and Dutalake, um, that are a, a double threat for them. And you know, if they get the opportunities, they're in with a shout. Well. When you have a look at the overall, and this is where we come back to circle entries, 4-24, to 24, and China walk away with a draw. Um, they're about making the most of the opportunities when they present, and 
just working hard when they don't. Well, uh, our, our new favourite coach, King Sang Royal, uh, is, uh, was quoted after the game as saying, we are still unbeaten, but our play is not good enough, so I'm still not satisfied. Our mentality is that we are still trying to win. We will try to show our abilities against Australia. I will almost guarantee that every one of those players, if they didn't study it as a team in training, would have read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. <laughs> I will tell you, if you're a top-line sports coach and you haven't read The Art of War, you're not doing yourself any favours. Read it. Um, and it's it's obvious those players have. Uh, the other thing I'd like to say about him is the, the goalie. Oh, goalie. just super! What he came in and played two games beforehand, or did he, no, just the one game I think, and maybe the Champions yeah, Trophy. Yeah, it was Wang, um, number twenty-eight. Yeah, so uh, virtually no exposure to international hockey before, um, and he's stepping up against some of the best in the world. There, I mean, he'll find it a bit different against Australia in the, the next will. game coming up, but you know, hand, hands down, so he's been Davey superb. Hart, Davy Hart saw the future Nick, last night, and it was standing in the net at the other end of the ground yeah. that guy is going to be one of the great keepers in world hockey by the time his career finished and he's going to change the way things happen did you see the parry he made off the short corner about two and a half minutes before the end of the game Ireland had a short corner they got the drag flick away and he made a great oh, is that save. The one that went to the sidelines went to the sidelines yeah, yeah. now look go back and look at it and look at the way the guy approached that ball because um, the goalkeeper Wang that that's a, a Chinese boxing parry. The, that move is straight out of Chinese boxing, and it's a parry, and a defensive parry. You have go back and have a look at it again. He is a very, very, very good goalkeeper. He's going to change the way goalkeepers set up. It wasn't the flat hand out with the square chest. He he did the he got his his body in line behind the ball and made the block motion, the Chinese boxing block motion. John, I've got one thing to say. Wax on, wax it, off. Mate, it's, it's all of that stuff and more. He's going to be change the way the goalkeeping Now, goes. the Irish uh, weren't particularly happy. You could see their faces as they came off the field. Uh, we did have opportunity to grab some audio from Shane O'Donoghue, who spoke to the media pitch side after the game. Hi, I'm Flynn Ogilvy and you are listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Well, Shane O'Donoghue is absolutely right there. There are areas to improve, both for England and Ireland. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you know, the 24 circle entries, you've got to stick the ball in the back of the net. Um, and I think Ireland probably let it get away from themselves, themselves a little bit yesterday. They just needed to calm it down a bit, stop rushing it, try and control the game a bit more, get the Chinese moving more. Um, and instead yep. they took it more onto sort of one-on-one battles around and about. Look, all credit to the Chinese. Absolutely fantastic. Very um, quickly, what does that mean? Yeah. It means that Australia is through to the quarterfinals. It means China on two points with a zero goal difference. England are on one point with a negative three goal difference and Ireland are on one point with a negative one goal difference. Now, Australia play China in their next pool game and England play Ireland. So there's still a cool. chance that China could 
go out of the tournament this stage if they lose by four goals or more to the Australians and there's a draw in the other game they drop yeah. down to fourth in the pool but a, a win either way for England or Ireland sees China see, stay in third see, place yeah, sees, sees China stay there so. um, yeah it'll and be that, what, you know, that, and maybe that's our fairy tale for this World Cup John well if, if China can maintain their goal difference or uh, maybe only drop one goal and there's a draw in the other game they'll go through in second place we'll have to wait and see don't think it's likely but gee there's so much going on and there's still plenty more to come including games coming up tonight and why don't we find out from Ernst Bart how he thinks they'll go you're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between Studio Hockey and the Reverse Day. Day 8 brings us one of the bigger rivalries on hockey pitches. It is certain Germany versus the Netherlands. In terms of predictions, you will never ever hear me consider a Dutch loss. The Germans, though, are a serious quality team but been playing hide and seek in the lead up to this World Cup, but will start building momentum as the tournament progresses. Germany always claims no one will beat them twice in one tournament, so maybe a German win today might not be the worst for this Dutch fan. But still, no thank you. I still say the Dutch will win it, this time with a more modest 2-1. The Asian clash between Malaysia and Pakistan will be an interesting game as well. I think Pakistan is a stronger team, but Oldman knows them well and might have a surprise for us in store. But no, I think it will be a day for Pakistan and a closely fought battle finishing on a 3-2 win for Pakistani captain Rizwan and his team. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey. Or as they say in India, up, Bas Hockey! Hi, I'm Shem Mitten, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. And thanks so much to Ernst Bart from StudioHockey.com for his daily predictions. Uh, we said we weren't going to analyse them too much, John, but we didn't quite get the 11 goals expected yesterday, did we? I think he no, called us a 6-1 win uh, in uh, the Australian game. Well, just 3-0 there. Um, what did he say in the other one? It was an Irish win anyway. Yeah, wasn't it didn't it? work out either way. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, you can always expect Ernst to be um, tipping the Dutch in every game they play because he wants to make sure that's a nice, happy place around home at Christmas time. Now, this is one of the most played international games uh, of hockey in the world, John. It's the 204th or 205th meeting of the two sides. Yep. Um, the most recent results, Germany have won four of them, two of them in a shootout, and Netherlands just the one. That's a Hockey World League final. Um, last time around, 2017, Preuss has scored the second goal in the equaliser in the last minute but that man Christopher Rear, the headband scored the fifth shootout goal past Permian Black and they won that game 4-3 uh, on the World Cup results 2014 it was the Netherlands 1-0 win in The Hague uh, but overall the nine times they've met there's been three wins for Netherlands three wins for Germany slash West Germany and three draws so it ain't going to get much tighter it did blow out a couple of years ago that 7-1 win um, for, for um, Netherlands in a um, uh, Four Nations tournament yeah. but not in the big tournaments uh, you got a coin yeah it's going to be very tight isn't it I, I really wouldn't be I surprised if it, if, it was, if it was a nil-nil draw Amazing as it sounds with the quality that's on display there, but the Germans very, very tight at the bat. And for all the attacking prowess of the Dutch, um, if, if anyone's going to shut you out, 
if the Germans that are going to do it. Yeah, it'll, it should be a great game of hockey. It certainly will be a very highly skilled game, that's for sure. Second game up is Malaysia versus Pakistan. And if I'm Roland Altman, so I'm showing them the Chinese ga- two, last two Chinese games and saying to them, that's what you used to play like. Why aren't you playing like it now? Well, since 2016, they've played each other eight times. They play a lot of hockey yeah. <laughs> against each other. Uh, Pakistan are just shading that uh, 4-3 uh, with with one draw. Uh, there were two other draws with Pakistan went in. Uh, two of them, Pakistan went in to win the shootouts. But in 2018, three wins for Pakistan against Malaysia. I don't see it changing a great deal. Uh, no. in, you know, in, in this game at the World Cup, Malaysia have never beaten Pakistan in five encounters. Um, I think it's uh, if there's going to be goals, they're going to come from corners. Uh, I think it might be a bit of a battle of Faisal Sari for Malaysia against Alim Bilal of, uh, of Pakistan. I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys on the score sheet. Uh, I'm thinking this is going to be a pretty high-scoring encounter, um, and uh, I think a 4-3 win to Malaysia. I'm sorry, to Pakistan. Uh, I think uh, Pakistan. Will can we edit that back in, and you know, after the event? Yeah, we yeah, we'll ta- I can edit it to make it sound like <laughs> any way you like, mate. Uh, I can see Pakistan. This will ensure they go through the next round beating Malaysia today, and, and will ensure that Malaysia are going to go home early. How would Roland Altman's be feeling if it happened, though? <laughs> Oh, look, well, they're the paths you take in life sometimes, and you just got to walk it when you choose them, don't you? That's it. A um, couple of th- little quick things. Uh, one for the FIH to think about, the anthems before the game. Uh, they've probably not noticed it, so they're not having a ping, really, but the audio syncs out. So uh, when we're hearing the audio from the national anthems that I'm assuming is coming from the audio feed direct to the broadcaster from the hosts as they play them, uh, the audio coming from the players as they sing it is not in sync with the audio coming from the of the of the music. So you're getting oh, the players yeah, singing out of time know. to the to the tune. It's not a big deal. Anyway. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but it might be something for them to think about. And of course, we've got to get to our goal of the day, Matt. And today, it's another Chinaman. They're popping up again because uh, they do know how to score goals from limited opportunities. It's a Chinese short corner. Duck. Oh God. Let's have a listen. Out it comes. Talaka spins. China are flying. 32. Wow, Jin with the goal. What a drag this was. Turning 180 degrees for that variation and just leaving the ball there for a perfect drag. Do yourself a favour. Go and look that goal up if you haven't seen it when the highlights come out because it, it is a ripper variation, one of the best I've seen, I think. Yes, thanks to the host broadcaster, Star Sports India, and the FIH for that audio from uh, the commentary team there. Mate, um, audacious is the <laughs> word that I use for it. It was such, such a dead-eye delivery from the injection. The spin from Dutalake was amazing. and Everybody was looking at Dutalake because he's the one who popped the goal in against the English. Um, and uh, Guo Jin popped up with uh, a bamboozling... Well, bamboozling if you're Davy Hart, uh, drag into the top left-hand <laughs> it's corner. It's not often Davy Hart looks around well, going, what happened? Well, he had a little step left and a little look over his right shoulder to go, oh... Uh, how did that get there? Well, it was yeah, it was superb from the Chinese. Really, really good. Um, now, John, we managed yep. to get you onto the scored fantasy league for the reverse stick yesterday. Yes. Um, and it turned out that we were just one place away from each other on the table. Yeah. But of course, 
hashtag Aussie bias. Um, your yep. team is chock full of kookaburras. Not chock, only four of them. You won't believe it, mate, but you're up to sixth position on the reverse stick scored fantasy mini league uh, on 75.5 points. You're level on go. points now with Boom Boom with the bridesmaids that's led virtually all the way out. Still at the top. Courtney Doherty with Doherty's Army. Rob Abbott up into second spot on 89 points with ABC 123. Any sign of Findo? Oh, he's still down at number 11 on the table. Uh, it's going to be a tough one for me tonight. I've got Walter in goal for the Germans, but I've also got Preusser up front. Um, what do I want to go for? I haven't looked that much into the scoring for it. Uh, before we go, weather in BBI today, if you're on the ground in Babanaswar. Uh, we are looking at game time, 5 o'clock local time, 26 degrees, 51% humidity, 5k winds. Um, a little bit cloudy, but uh, and some sunshine about today as well. Oh, looking forward to some great hockey action coming up tonight. Netherlands and Germany, Malaysia and Pakistan. Should be some ripping games. And uh, look forward to being back with you all again tomorrow. That's oh, by it. the way, there's a copy of The Art of War just up there next to the I Ching. You should have a read. Bedtime reading. Bedtime reading.